Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female puts herself first, sticks to her priorities, but nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. I've alluded to in the past how I use essential oils in my life to uplevel my health. They're just basically a tool in my healthcare tool belt. If you're confused about how to use essential oils and you have no idea how to incorporate them in your life, I want to provide you with my top 10 ways to use essential oils cheat sheet. So head on over to bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. That's bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. O-I-L-C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to get your free copy now. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 99. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we have Heather Dominic. Heather is the founder and leader of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Her teachings demonstrate how highly sensitive traits, when used as strengths rather than shadows, can create effective entrepreneurial success. Her deep wisdom reaches over 100,000 highly sensitive entrepreneurs around the globe via her website, businessmiracles.com, and various social media channels. She's an exceptional facilitator and teacher, and she's known for creating a safe, sacred community for true transformation, whether she's teaching a Business Miracles class, delivering training online or in person, or mentoring members of her community in various programs. She has helped thousands of HSEs release lifelong limiting beliefs, overcome fears, and learn how to build their business in a way that actually feels so good that they can't help but create solid, sustainable, high-level financial success. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much, Robin. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat. When um, you read the definition of what an alpha female is, according to me and my listeners and guests, um, what did you think of it? And how do you see yourself as one? I was instantly intrigued and (laughs) totally loved your definition of an alpha female, because I think if I just heard those two words, my immediate association would be, oh, that's not me. But then when I read your definition, I thought, yes, yes, that is me. And I really am wanting to be a part of this club. So (laughs) so I'm really happy to be here talking with you more about all of it today. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's true. Like when people say, oh, you're an alpha female, I'm like, wait, you, you need to know the definition. And I love chatting with people about how it's evolved from different guests on the show kind of making suggestions as we go. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if we can add some sensitivity in there because I don't, you know, I talk about how alpha females and a lot of my guests, you know, we're recovering people pleasers and we want the world to love us. We've got a lot of sensitivity, but we actually haven't had this conversation yet in 99 episodes. So I'm excited to dive in. Magic 99. (laughs) So, um, 
as someone that has kind of created this brand and is building uh, an amazing business around it, I want to first kind of dive into how you create work-life harmony, because that's really what this show is all about. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say first and foremost that you know, work-life harmony has become an absolute necessity and non-negotiable for myself. But even more than a necessity and a non-negotiable, it's actually the way to more financial success for myself. And what I mean by that is just, you know, in brief, what led me to being the founder and leader of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement was a time in my business where I was very out of work, life, balance, and harmony. (laughs) I was really the exact opposite. I was absolutely in a state of overwhelm and overwork and over exhaustion. And really, as a result of all of that had plummeted into what I can really definitely say was a dark night of the soul. And that was about seven years into my business. And I was really questioning, like, what am I even doing? Like, what is this whole coaching industry about? And why am I a part of it? And I don't know if I want to be a part of it. And so other than continuing to just really pour my love into my clients that I was working with at the time, I really withdrew from everything and really went very inward and very deep inward. And what came out of that was the discovery that I was highly sensitive. And I had never even really heard this terminology before. But when I discovered that I was highly sensitive, I wasn't so much surprised that I was highly sensitive. But what really surprised me was how highly sensitive I was. And What that led me to was to bring an assessment of Dr. Elaine Ahrens, who is the founding researcher of the highly sensitive person. And I brought one of her assessments to a group of high level 25, about 25 women that I was mentoring at the time. And I had all of them take the assessment and every single woman in that room was highly sensitive. And that was really the major light bulb for me because that really showed me, okay, wait, there is a need for us to all be doing business differently based on this very important and valuable information. And so again, so much has come out of that, but a big piece that's come out of that is that work-life harmony absolutely is the only way for myself to be able to be financially successful as a person who's highly sensitive and also self-employed. So what kind of sphere were you playing in before you created the brand? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's so interesting to me that you keep using the word brand because I seriously have never thought of it that way. It kind of 
just took over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same way. Like alpha female is a definition and a term, but it's a brand. So yeah, for sure. It totally is. It's just so funny because my mind just doesn't think of it that way. It really is just a movement that kind of like came along and, you know, chose me. You can tell I'm the, I'm the marketing manager. <laughs> yes, right. Well, of course. And um, so, you know what, what was the original question? <laughs> so, so what sphere were you playing in before you created Highly Sensitive? Yes, much, much, much uh, needed question and very, very important. So my first business was as a nutrition and wellness coach. And then I had from there, I had evolved into being a spiritual marketing and mentor. And where that came from was that when I started my business as a nutrition and wellness coach, I was completely um, just out of my realm, having transitioned out of being a high school drama teacher for eight years. And being in business totally terrified me. So I just naturally reached for my spiritual practice, which had been and still is a part of my life, um, a very significant part of my life. And particularly for myself, I've been a student of A Course in Miracles for over 30 years now, which is a psychological and spiritual curriculum. So I was bringing a lot of my spiritual practice into my business. And then a lot of other wellness practitioners wanted to know what I was doing in order to be able to successfully market myself. And I started sharing and that's where that transition came from. But at the time of the dark night in the soul, dark night of the soul, uh, <laughs> I was working with a mentor at the time who, you know, since then I've very clearly been able to identify and learn how mismatched we were. And, you know, she was, um, you know, she was very keen on the income numbers that her clients were creating. And what that did for me, unbeknownst to myself at the time, is it triggered for me what I've come to refer to as the HSE coping mechanism of pushing. And so I was really pushing myself and I was reaching those numbers and I had brought my business across the million dollar mark, but it came at the price, a very high price as I had shared the overwhelm, the overexhaustion and overwork. It's fascinating because in the definition of alpha female, we've got, you know, the masculine and feminine energy. And the pushing is the masculine alpha do mentality. Like I am going to be an overachiever. I'm going to get this done. I'm task oriented. Um, you know, give me a goal. I'll get to it. But also fascinating that you were in, you know, nutrition and health industry and you were not taking care of yourself. And um, there's so many times whether, you know, you know, we have an aha moment, whether it's like a health scare or just we feel so run down and it's like enough is enough. Um, but fascinating that there's kind of a quiet, um, like not talked about portion of being an, an entrepreneur and especially in the health and wellness industry when we stop taking care of ourselves um, because we're going for goals and we excuse it. Like you'll hear guests on my show say like, oh, I'm in this season of life. Um, I'm, I've got a launch coming up or I'm publishing a book and 
that's, that's amazing. And those goals are all great, but it's always never felt great to me to hear I'm in this season of pushing because that just doesn't feel good to me. And how can, how can we have more harmony in a tough season without becoming overexhausted, overwhelmed and unhealthy? Like that, Absolutely. That's, that's my platform and like passion. So as you found, you know, how to uh, kind of bring yourself out of that, um, that moment in, in, in dark night land, um, t- take us through like what you're most passionate about now in terms of teaching others. Yeah, beautiful. Um, well, again, that's why I so appreciate your definition, you know, of the alpha female, and also why when I saw only the words, I was like, Oh, no, not me. Because it's just, as I said before, you know, the pushing is no longer acceptable. And what I have been able to do for myself is completely re-engineer my business so that it really plays to my highly sensitive strengths rather than my highly sensitive shadows. And so I am still a seven figure business owner and I work a lot less than I used to, but more importantly, I work differently than I used to. And that is the key. And that is where my passion lies is first and foremost to teach others who are highly sensitive, who feel called to be self-employed, that one, this is absolutely something that you can do. And two, you don't have to sacrifice who you genuinely are in order to do it, but actually by more deeply embracing who you genuinely are and learning to work in a different way and be in your life in a different way, you will actually create more financial success, but more more importantly, you will feel yourself living a purpose-driven life. And in my experience, that's what calls highly sensitives to self-employment in the first place, is there's this deep knowing that we are here to serve in a royal advisor way. And the current global culture, a major platform for us to be able to do that is as a self-employed coach or healer or creative entrepreneur. And then the highly sensitive will look at all of the marketing training that's available online and totally freak out and then go into one of the two primary HSE coping mechanisms that I've discovered, which, as I mentioned, one is pushing and the other is hiding. And so, (laughs) yeah, either We either go really hard or we like retreat to the turtle shell. (laughs) Right. And neither one is really an operative way of being in your business or in your life, really. And so again, my passion is it doesn't need to be that way, but you do need to be willing to do things differently. Okay. So let's get into some of the, the nitty gritty of how you take care of yourself. So take us through, how do you nourish yourself first and foremost? 
Well, I mean, I think there's lots of, you know, definitions and then therefore, you know, platforms or categories uh, or ways, if you will, of nourishment. You know, um, the first thing that comes to mind is my schedule. So I'm very, very uh, keenly aware that the old paradigm of take more time to get more done does not work. Um, quote unquote, burning the candle at both ends does not work, even when in a season, as you had mentioned. And then there is the, you know, area or arena of understanding what refuels me. Um, so I really need introspective time. I also really need time where I am having a genuine connection with those in my life that um, are important to me. Um, first and foremost, my husband and you know, then branching out from there, but also including my clients and my students. Um, so it's not just the what, but the way in which I'm connecting. And, you know, so all of these different pieces that then fit together into the nourishment puzzle, right? Um, so that it's really a, a comprehensive approach to each and every day of being in business and each and every day of being in my life that really creates that experience of ongoing nourishment. Mm, I love it. And um, I always like I started the podcast with this being like, how do you feed yourself and food wise? Um, but absolutely love that nourish has been so much more encompassing because uh, we just are giving our listeners even more value. Um, yes. So, and I think my next question, it's slowly evolving. I think every time I, I change it, I don't actually ask like, what is your weekly fitness routine? Like I say, what is your weekly movement routine? Like, <laughs> yeah. So how do you move your body? Yeah. I really just so appreciate that question. Um, because I just, I just appreciate it on many levels. One is that, you know, I think the, um, I love the shift from fitness to movement because I believe that there's such power in not just looking at our bodies as a, you know, a thing to manage, to keep at a certain weight, to make sure it looks a certain way, but more so as a vehicle for energetic flow. Um, and that when we move our bodies, we're moving energy and then therefore we're moving ourselves into a space where we're more available for creative flow, for inspired ideas. Um, and then, you know, what I often refer to as peaceful productivity, um, so with that in mind, it's also really important for a person who's highly sensitive to find a way of moving that works well for them. So typical quote unquote fitness often is not a fit for a highly sensitive. Um, I would probably rather pull out all of my fingernails than go to a gym, for example, <laughs> um, but I love 
moving my body. I love walking first and foremost. So I live in Manhattan and I often get the question of, oh my gosh, how can you possibly live in Manhattan as a person who's highly sensitive? <laughs> right. Um, one is that I've always been fortunate to kind of have these beautiful little sacred neighborhood spaces um, for myself in the various places that I've lived. But two, it's a walking city. So I just love walking everywhere. And I think when I was first connecting with you, Robin, I shared that if I had to drive, that would just be like a slow death for me. If I had to drive everywhere, it would literally like be pouring like dirt on my grave every single day. So I'm always out walking and I love walking in Central Park, particularly. And I love walking to have a gyrotonics session with my gyrotonics trainer. And I do that two to three times a week. And typically people don't know what gyrotonics is. So I'll just explain briefly. Yes, please. Because that was my next question. (laughs) Yeah. It's similar to Pilates. So it came out of the dancer world. Um, And for anybody who doesn't know Pilates, so Pilates, though it's become more mainstream, um, typically is if you're working with a machine, you're working with weights that have to do with the use of springs. And gyrotonics, you're also working with weights, but rather than springs, you're working with weights and pulleys. Um, So it's very flow-oriented. Um, and my body loves it, is so super happy. Um, and I particularly, specifically chose a gyrotonics studio in Manhattan that's about a mile from my home. So I typically walk a mile there and have an hour gyrotonic session and then walk back and, you know, I'm just super happy as a little clam. Do you have a background in dance? Do you, did you grow up dancing? I did grow up dancing. I kind of feel like I grew up dancing like anyone else who grew up dancing, you know, in the 70s and 80s, but I might just be, you know, making that up, you know, where I took ballet and I took tap dance and I took jazz. And so I wouldn't say that I was this amazing, magnificent on a path to being a professional dancer, dancer, but I loved, I loved dance because it was movement that also had to do with music. And so it was inspiring. And I would say that's probably just carried over, you know, into this path of knowing myself more deeply as a person who's highly sensitive and what kind of movement works best for me. Now, I want to go back to the fact that you live in New York and people are always shocked that a highly sensitive can live in New York. Can you tell us the difference between a a highly sensitive or whether it's one and the same between someone that's like highly um, empaths and, you know, can't block out other people's energies very easily? Yeah, great, great question. So I think the best way to think of it is kind of, you know, on a spectrum. And so someone who's an empath is really at the more extreme end of the spectrum. And someone who's highly sensitive, perhaps is more, you know, in the middle area, um, when it comes to sensitivities. Although those of us who are highly sensitive, definitely one of our HSE strengths is that we're empathic. 
Um, and yes, absolutely intuitive and yes, absolutely able to read energy. And so much of what I teach is how to manage that so that it doesn't overtake you. However, someone who's at the extreme end of the expression, uh, excuse me, uh, the extreme end of the spectrum uh, as an empath will have to, you know, work so much harder, if you will, when it comes to that management. Thank you for that explanation. Okay, so if you have allowed any stress to build up in your day, um, what do you do at night to wind down and get rid of it? Yes, well, I would say winding down at night is an absolute imperative uh, for those of us who are who are highly sensitive, um, even when you are managing your energy throughout the day, which again is you know a major aspect of what I teach in my business miracles mentoring programs, you still will have energetic residue at the end of the day. So I'm a real fan of both kind of physical and mental winding down. Um, I'm a really big fan of Epsom salt baths for the physical and you know, you, it, first of all, Epsom salts will just help you detox, right? It will literally just drain out any of the stress that's built up in your physical body. And then if you add this little tip, if you add apple cider vinegar to the Epsom salt bath, that will accelerate that detoxing. And it can really be a great way to, again, purge, you know, excessive or stress filled energy that's found its way into your body and into your muscles. Have you ever done it with baking soda? I have not, are you saying baking soda and apple cider vinegar or just baking soda? No, uh, like I'm a big fan of Epsom salts and baking soda in the bath. I've never done ACV, but I've done the baking soda. Oh yeah, no, I've never done that. What okay. is, we'll what both is have to switch again? and try the other person's way. Yeah, I am. I'm totally going to do that. Absolutely. I'm always really interested in finding out any kind of new little, you know, trick or tip. Um, so that's a great way for the physical body. And then for the mental, um, you know, as I've mentioned more than once, I, once I teach energy management, I teach various energy management tools that have a lot to do with putting pen to paper and a kinesthetic process of managing and shifting energy. So I definitely will use, you know, some of those tools and writing uh, before I go to sleep. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we talk so many times on the show about so many alpha females who do the brain dump. So, you know, they've got all of these thoughts whizzing around in their head and to simply like just write it down on paper reduces um, the, just like the, the thought swirling or, uh, I hate when people refer to it as like, I feel crazy, like all of these things, because it just kind of like perpetrates that being sensitive, um, or having to do, um, specific things so that we can sleep better and reduce our stress, um, are reducing crazy. <laughs> Mm, yeah, interesting. Well, again, I really go back to the managing of energy, right? So for those of us who are highly sensitive, uh, a lot of what I teach is that we need to learn a new way of being in our highly sensitive body and working with our highly sensitive 
nature. So rather than just believing that you have to react to all this energy that's coming at you, instead, you can really learn to manage energy, whether it's coming from any type of external source or internal source. So the energy management tools that I teach, um, it's not really, you know, kind of like a brain dump. It goes a little bit deeper than that, but it has you being this proactive player, if you will, or even better phrase is proactive creator. And that's really the process that I see when you're using an energy management tool at the end of the day is you get to choose how you have experienced your day and you get to choose how you are managing that energy as you go into rest and restoration and rejuvenation into the evening. And then you get to choose how it is that you are showing up for the next day. You know, I always say for those of us who are highly sensitive, but this applies to those who are not as well, is your business is not happening to you, right? Your life is not happening to you. However, that is how a lot of people approach their business and approach their life. And then you would kind of feel crazy, right? But the truth is, is that you're a co-creator that is absolutely within your realm, within your ability. You just need a retraining so that you can step into that creator role. Love it. Um, Okay. So uh, along kind of the same lines, what are some pain points of managing energy or of being an alpha female um, that you're currently problem solving around? Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I definitely teach is for those of us who are highly sensitive and who are interested in living a highly sensitive life consciously, then you are always in a process of evolution. So I'm constantly teaching that the process is the goal. There is no, you know, arrival point. There is no destination. There is always the instead opportunity for discovery. And so for myself, that is just a constant that I am committed to. And so right now I'm actually preparing to lead one of the Business Miracles training retreats that I lead twice a year for uh, members of the Business Miracles mentoring programs. And unlike a lot of other, let's say, industry folks who hold events, uh, I create for every training retreat that I lead. And I am always creating the content based on what I'm seeing that Business Miracles members are needing most. And so I'm getting ready to dive into leading a week of training on resistance and how to really be able to manage our own resistance so that we can really show up and serve and support our prospects in their resistance. And I really felt guided to this content and material. And then as I was diving into it, my thought and question was, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? (laughs) 
And it has been like such a deep dive um, and into just both personal and content discovery um, and challenging me, but in the absolute best of ways. And I'm very, very excited to um, bring this to Business Miracles members and the transformation that we all have the opportunity to experience as a result. Okay, so I'm going to dig a little deeper because I asked, what are you currently problem solving for? And you're so in a world of service and you learn and you teach, you learn and you teach, but you didn't really talk about like what resistance is coming up. So when you say resistance is happening, how are you problem solving around that? Mm, Okay, sure. So absolutely. And always appreciate being called out. (laughs) So I would say, you know, how I'm personally problem solving is really one, just acknowledging the resistance that I'm having for myself and then um, absolutely, um, I would say, leaning in to that resistance rather than running away from it or trying to doing the hiding. Yeah. I was just going to say, or going into, you know, the coping mechanisms or, you know, what I teach as the HSE coping cycle and really being willing to feel the feelings that are coming up and processing through them using a lot of my own tools, but also turning to my own trusted mentors and colleagues and, you know, asking to be witnessed and not pretending that I have to be perfect, which is a massive HSE shadow, the shadow of perfectionism, Mm -hmm. as well as giving myself space to be in the process. And, you know, that is where the forethought and that work-life harmony that we were talking about earlier and my awareness of my schedule um, and what's needed. Uh, So the space is there. And then ultimately is approaching all of this as an act of grace, which really means, you know, calling on the divine, calling on a spiritual source, however that shows up for each of us. Um, as part of this process and journey for myself. Um, but I would say, you know, the key to all of that, really the, the umbrella over all of it is, again, the willingness to be in the process, to not be freaking out because it's not just like all right there right away or not freaking out because it's not all perfect right away and not freaking out because I'm being challenged more than I had anticipated. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so as people are listening and they're kind of like, am I a highly sensitive? Um, Is there anything that they can, like do you have any resources for them to go to to see if they are? Absolutely. Um, So one of the things that I've developed um, as an extension of Dr. Elaine Aaron's work um, is an HSE assessment. So it's an online assessment that not only will help you to know if you are a highly sensitive entrepreneur, but actually to help you know to which degree of a highly sensitive entrepreneur you are. So once you take the quiz, you will 
receive your results. And as part of that, you'll understand, oh, I am somewhat highly sensitive, or I'm super highly sensitive. Or you might discover that you're like me, and you're super uber highly sensitive. (laughs) Um, And then based on, you know, where you fall, um, if you are highly sensitive, you'll also receive a free HSE success guide that helps you to take those first steps in learning how to work with that. And you can just easily find that at www.hsequiz.com. And again, it's free and it's online. And I've been told that not only is it insightful, but it's pretty. So it's an enjoyable experience. And again, that's just hsequiz.com. Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes so people can check on the blog as well for it. So that that takes us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for your time today. But please let us know. It's my favorite question. What is your definition of happiness? Mm, yeah. Um, first of all, I love all of your questions. And for this one, I will say being at peace with oneself to really be in full acceptance of just, you know, who I am and to be able to be in process with who I am and to be at peace with that process. And that to me is happiness. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I so loved it, Robin. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode and just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.